Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast where we remember and celebrate all things and everything classic TV. As we continue our journey back through short-lived 1980s TV shows, today we're going to take a look at It Takes Two, which starred Richard Crenna and Patty Duke, Patty Duke Aston at the time, because she's still married to John Aston. It Takes Two ran on ABC for one season on making its debut on October 14th, 1982 and ending on April the 28th, 1983. This show was created by Susan Harris, who also was the creator of Soap, Benson, The Golden Girls, and Empty Nest. Now, this was the very first sitcom to actually have uh, a husband and wife who both had a career, both had a very successful, busy career. And how they juggled those careers with their marriage and the rest of their family. So it kind of paved the way. It was pretty groundbreaking at the time. It paved the way for other shows like The Cosby Show and Growing Pains where you got to see a mom and a dad with both with careers, separate careers, but they also had a happy marriage, a successful marriage. And they had a you know successful family unit. So definitely was groundbreaking. And I was a big fan of this show. I really, really liked it a lot. I think one of the things that makes It Takes Two stand out so much is that this TV show also starred both Helen Hunt and Anthony Edwards. And they both go on to have mega success within television in the 90s over on NBC in Mad About You and ER. On this TV show, they portrayed brother and sister. But It Takes Two was originally titled For Better or Worse. And the family in question, they were the Quinn family. They lived in Chicago. They lived in a really expensive, fancy high-rise in Chicago. They were an intelligent, upper-middle-class family. Sam, portrayed Richard Crenna, was a doctor. He was a surgeon. He was chief of surgery at one of the hospitals downtown in downtown Chicago. Now, his wife, Molly, had not actually been a career woman for, you know, the bulk of their marriage. Molly had been a homemaker. Molly was married to Sam. She took care of the kids and she took care of the home. But it got to the point where their son had moved out of the house. Andy, he'd moved out of the house. Well, he was always stopping by all the time. And their daughter, Lisa, was like a senior, junior in high school. So her kids were practically, you know, really grown up by that point. And she felt unfulfilled. And so she decided to enroll in law school and she becomes assistant DA. She became bored with being a housewife and being a wife and a mother specifically. And that's all that, you know, um, she saw herself as being. And so she wanted a career. And that's why she decided to go out and become a lawyer. Now, it didn't set too well with Sam in the beginning because that's what the first episode of this show is about. Sam is feeling neglected and resentful because Molly is out there doing her thing as a lawyer, doing, you know, trying cases and, you know, really bustling in her legal career. And he feels neglected. He thinks that she's neglecting the family, neglecting him. And so, you know, they have to come to some kind of a mutual understanding as to how this is going to, you know, work out because, you know, having a career is very important to Molly and she's not going to give it up, nor should she give it up. But, uh, you know, over time, you know, Sam does adjust. He does, you know, adapt to Molly's career and he becomes more, you know, used to it. But uh, in the beginning, you definitely saw those struggles. 
Also in the cast, you had Billy Burge. He was Molly's mother, known as Mama. Bridget McKenzie was Sam's co-worker, Dr. Walter Chaikin. And then Della Reese was Judge Caroline Phillips. She was the one who oversaw a lot of Molly's cases in court. So they had a really good cast. I mean, Richard Crenna had been on The Real McCoys back in the 50s and 60s. Of course, we all know Patty Duke. Patty Duke had been in the Patty Duke show. She won an Academy Award for The Miracle Worker. She had also done that on Broadway. She had, you know, been in the Valley of the Dolls. And she'd also made, you know, guest appearances on, you know, uh, game shows like Tattletales and Match Game. Everyone knew who Patty Duke was or Patty Duke asked. And she had a very successful career. She also did a revised television version of the miracle worker where she portrayed annie sullivan and she won an emmy for her portrayal in that role melissa gilbert of course portrayed helen keller so patty was a very successful well-known actress many awards and accolades to her name but uh the cast the cast was very stellar paul williams and crystal gale performed the theme song the theme song was titled where love spends the night now, I have not seen It Takes Two since, I think the last time I saw it, it was in the 80s for sure. I think it was um, around 1983, 84, the last time I saw that I saw this show. I don't know if it's available on streaming or not. I haven't checked. I know there are very little, uh, there's very little of it on YouTube. You can't hear the theme song. You do. You can see a couple of really brief clips, like five minutes long. No full episodes, unfortunately. But you can get to see the opening, hear the theme song. Now, a lot of people thought the theme song was not a good fit for the show, and I had heard the theme song, you know, since the '80s. And no offense to Paul Williams or Crystal Gale, they did a great job singing the song together. But it just really didn't fit the show. It did not fit the kind of sitcom or TV show that it was. The theme song should have definitely been more upbeat, more exciting, and, you know, just more enthusiastic, if you will. And so that, like I said, I mean, that's that's not a big criticism of it, but the theme song, a lot of people called it, you know, they called it, it was sleepy. It was more like a, lully, a lullaby. Um, it just didn't really fit, and I have to agree with that. It just it didn't really fit the show very well. But um, like I said, the cast was stellar. They had a great chemistry on screen together. And interestingly enough, the character of Mama was pretty much a prerequisite to Sophia over on the Golden Girls. Because she was just like Sophia. You know, Sophia would say whatever was on her mind. She was very outspoken. She never held back. Well, that's how Mama was. Mama did the same, had the same type of mannerisms and the same type of, you know, um, behavior as Sophia did. She was definitely the one to provide a lot of comic relief. And she was hilariously funny because she said what everybody else was thinking. She, she said what everyone else didn't have the guts to say, just like Sophia did. And speaking of the Golden Girls, as I said, Susan Harris was the one who created this show. Well... Um, if you do happen to check out any of the clips that happen to be on YouTube of It Takes Two, and you look at the kitchen, it's the exact same kitchen that the Golden Girls had. And I, of course, I didn't realize that until I was doing research for this episode and I went over there and saw it. 
and there were so many comments about how, oh, it's the Golden Girls Kitchen. It's the Golden Girls Kitchen. And yeah, it is the, the Golden Girls Kitchen. Because when the show came to an end, um, evidently the sets were not torn down or knocked down. And so they just went ahead and they kept the set, I guess, for any future shows that would come along. And the Golden Girls happened to come along uh, in 1985. And they, you know, ended up with this kitchen. But again, It Takes Two was not just a sitcom. Some of the episodes were pretty real. I mean, for example, there was an episode, and I forgot about this until I did research for the episode that we're doing here today. There was an episode where Molly, because Sam was pretty liberal, while Molly was more on the conservative side. Sam um, basically, and he and Molly clashed about this because Molly was trying a case and Molly was advocating for the death penalty. Now, you didn't really see that on TV very much in sitcoms in the 80s. So that was definitely something that was very, very rare. And of course, you know, she and Sam were at odds about it. And in the end, Molly does change her mind. And she kind of just decides that she saw you know, the death penalty is something that she still supported, but she did not want to actually, she didn't exactly like the idea of putting someone, you know, to death. So she definitely had her issues with it and, and definitely had, you know, conflicting feelings about it. And she revealed that to Sam before the episode was over. I think it might have been a two-part episode, but if not, it definitely was something that was very unique for the time. Meanwhile, Sam, in an episode, was working hard to save a man who was terminally ill. I don't remember how the episode ended because I didn't look up the synopsis and to see how it ended, but I know he was working very, very hard to save one of his patients who was dying and that was something that was Sam really did bring home with him. And that was the thing about the show. Sam and Molly were very happy with their careers, very proud of their careers, very successful within them, but they struggled to not bring their work home with them, which they ended up doing a lot. They would bring their work home with them all the time and they would clash as a result and the kids would end up getting involved. And of course, Mama would get involved have her two cents, but that was the thing. They were trying to stay focused, but they often lost their focus because they were such hardworking career people and they would bring their problems and their opinions and their cases home with them all the time. And it definitely was um, complicated and challenging, you know, not only for their marriage, but for their family. But the thing was that Sam and Molly really did love one another and they love their kids and vice versa. And that law was what really helped them to really be able to stay together and to remain on a really solid, good footing. That's one reason why the TV, uh, the theme song was titled Where Love Spends the Night, because it showed that, you know, love was the dominant factor. And that's how they were able to make their marriage and their family work and stay together despite all of the demands and challenges within their careers. But uh, It Takes Two ran on, um, it was on, I remember specifically it was on Thursday nights on ABC. I never missed an episode. My favorite character was Helen Hunt who portrayed Lisa. 
And um, again, the show, like I said, it was a lot of fun to watch. Again, like I said, it wasn't just all, you know, just fun and games, your typical sitcom fodder. They really dove into some very serious issues, which that was typical of Susan Harris, because Susan Harris was really good about addressing really serious issues within the TV shows that she created. So she was very, very much um, doing a lot of groundbreaking work within television with her series. And uh, it takes two was definitely not an exception. Now, question is, why did the show only last a season? I think it was up against, and I, I forgot to check this out. I was so caught up in just reminiscing about the show and looking at the opening and the couple of clips I saw on YouTube, I forgot to go and look to see what was it airing opposite against. I think it was airing opposite because if it was, if it was on Thursday nights in 1982-83, it was probably up against something like Magnum P.I. Now, I remember specifically watching It Takes Two before Knott's Landing. Knott's Landing would come on at 9 Central, and It Takes Two was on earlier in the evening. So it was not up against Knott's Landing. So I think it was up against probably Magnum P.I. It was also probably up against Cheers. I'm not sure about that either, but Cheers didn't do that well in the ratings either in its first season. They also debuted in the 1982-83 uh, season. Cheers did over on NBC. And Cheers was at the bottom of the ratings at the end of that very first season. So it too was definitely struggling. Don't know if it was on Thursday nights or not. I don't remember. But It Takes Two was probably on against some really uh, competitive programming. It finished the season out at number 46 in the ratings. It was higher than Cheers was. But unfortunately, ABC rather decided not to renew it, which I honestly think they made a big mistake with that because this show could have been on for a while. They could have had some really other amazing episodes, really groundbreaking material because with Richard Crenna and Patty Duke and Helen Hunt and the rest of the cast, Della Reese, you had the cast to be able to really pull off any episode that would have, that they would have gotten together. They would have definitely been able to have done an amazing job with any material that they received. We're talking about some amazing entertainers here. But uh, yeah, ABC, in my opinion, they really goofed when they decided to not renew the show. They should have given it a different theme song and put it on in a different time slot. That's all they had to do, just those two changes, and the show could have definitely lasted for probably about four or five years in my opinion I could see that being a four or five year series but um I was very disappointed when I found out that take it takes two was not going to be renewed I was very disappointed because again I love the show I love all the cast some people were talking about how in real life Richard Crenna was actually uh, 20 years older than Patty Duke Aston because Richard Cranach got his start on um, Our Miss Brooks back in the 50s. and But you couldn't tell. Some people were like, well, yeah, there was a 20-year age difference, but you couldn't tell. Which you couldn't tell. Not that it matters in the first place. But uh, they had an amazing chemistry. They worked very well together. The whole cast did. Of course, like I said at the beginning of the episode, Helen Hunt and Anthony Edwards would go on to achieve huge fame in the 90s when they were a part of both ER and Mad About You. And a lot of people to this day do not know that they were on the same TV show together once upon a time. 
As for me, when I saw them both over on ER and uh, Mad About You in the 90s, of course, I just thought it was funny because I remember them being on It Takes Two together. And there they were really thriving in TV in the 90s on the same network. But yeah, It Takes Two, like I said, despite the fact that the short was uh, the uh, run was very short, way too short, was a lot of fun to watch, a lot of fun to remember, to remember watching, and uh, a lot of fun to research for today's episode. The thing that kind of got me was when I saw that the series debuted on October the 14th of 1982. It, it kind of hit close to home because our grandmother would pass away two days later, suddenly of kidney failure. So I didn't realize that it, you know, debuted just two days before. I remember watching it that night in its very first episode when it made its debut on ABC. So like I said, that definitely, um, that brought up a lot of memories for me. A lot of memories I shared with my sister because she was only a baby at the time. So this was a very personal episode to do for that reason alone. In addition to the fact that I really hated the episode or or that the series ended so soon, far too soon. So this one brought up a lot of emotions to do. Uh, most of the episodes that we do are not quite as, um, you know, emotionally tied or, or if you will, we don't have a lot of emotional ties when we're doing them. Most of them are just a lot of fun to do. This one was, although it was fun to do as well, this one, like I said, definitely was a little bit more difficult because of the date that it made its debut. Um, so that alone, like I said, made it kind of challenging to do it. So I took a little time for us to, to get this one together because we were supposed to have done It Takes Two about uh, two weeks ago. But that kind of, you know, held us up a little bit working through those emotions, you know, about that loss within our family, which was a very, very deep loss. Not to get too personal, but it was a very deep, sudden, painful loss. And to just get through that alone, um, that took some time. So... We were happy to be able to bring it to you today, though. Um, I wish that there, hopefully, maybe there is a way to stream it. I'll have to look into that. I don't really do a lot of streaming, but I definitely will look into that. Um, Hopefully, YouTube will add, you know, complete episodes. That'd be a lot of fun. But it was, like I said, a really good show. And like I said, the cast was absolutely stellar. They were a great group of actors to come together and to be on this show. Susan Harris, of course, always wonderful in anything that she's ever done and ever created. But again, ABC uh, acted a little bit too um, hastily. And like I said, they should have just given it a different time slot, maybe a different night, certainly a different theme song, and uh, the show could have definitely had a much longer run. But It Takes Two as it has a very special place in my heart because like I said, it, it really, like I said, it was a great show to watch, a lot of fun. Love the banter between the, the two uh, siblings, um, Andy and Lisa. And of course, like I said, the chemistry between Richard Crenna and Patty Duke, you know, really off the charts. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us as we continue to look at short-lived 80s TV series here on Two Sisters and a TV. We will have another one of those short-lived TV series coming up next time, another one that we really did enjoy watching. And it too lasted for only a season. Very disappointed when it ended as well. So we'll have that for you next time. Thank you for following this podcast. If you haven't done so, hit that follow button and jump on board and become one of our followers. Thank you for your time. Thank you for all of your support. And we will see you on the next episode.